Previously on Polyamory. I want to know what your what your plan is. Um, get to those carts that the uh, the homeless population had been paid to have on standby for us to escape using, and start loading up and getting the fuck out of town. You lead your procession of people uh, out via the security office. Uh, you open the big double doors and and you, have you got your cart with you? I can't remember. Um, you don't because you came through from the other side. Yeah. Okay, so. You're leading everyone up on foot, and the security yard, there's a couple of dead security staff. They look like they've got pretty serious great sword wounds through them. Yeah. And when I say wounds, I mean there's, like, most of a head in in one section. It's like, it's like it was cut off just sort of, like, from neck to lower jaw, from left to right. There's, like, bits, pieces of things um, uh, smeared across walls. You see the occasional sort of impoverished-looking person just, like, raiding the pockets of, of random bodies around. So what you're saying is... Most of the brutal murder happened to the the people who could afford weapons, and the people who didn't have weapons, fewer of them were murdered in this incident. That seems to be what you've seen. Everyone, get a cart and follow us. This is the escape sequence. We're doing the big uh, big action sequence in the carts now. To make things move faster, and for adorable reasons, um, Dee would like to use both charges of polymorph on the pigs to make them giant guinea pigs. Can I mount upon a guinea pig? Yes. Sorry. You unhitch one of the guineas, uh, make sure that the other one is now centred. You uh, launch yourself up, flick a leg over, uh, grab two bits of hair, not too tight, and sort of just little 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 uh, heel in, in, in the sides there for the guinea and, and steer it back into the city. Um, the, the, the barrier is getting quite large. Um, you see you're starting to sort of usher people past as you go as they uh, start to overtake you and like pointing them in the correct direction. It's not difficult. It's the big straight road that goes from the outside to the inside of the city. <laughs> uh, behind that you start you no- start to notice there are some kind of guard. Um, they are different to most of the guards that you've seen. These guards have uh, like uh, purple shoulder pads on one side, like still like almost like anodized metal, that sort of purple. Okay. Yeah, and they are riding horses straight after you. Riding forward, you just sort of take one hand off your guinea reins, fur, and and just start <laughs> hosing down the road behind you in like a zigzag pattern. And um, yeah, you start like you see the first horse slip. It goes face down into the the cobbles, and then just grinds the, uh, oh. the its rider. Uh, the next horse trips over the first horse, tramples on the first rider. Oh. Um, the and and sort of then throws uh, the uh, its rider, the who is then trampled is. by the horse behind, um, which sort of re- rears up and collides with the horse behind that. Uh, their rider just uh, falls off, and they seem to be initially fine, but the horse is sort of angry and does like a kick back, so that rider gets just wedged against a building, and you get the impression that it hit the wall hard enough that it's kind of squashed the plate mail to a shape that probably went. Probably just crushed all all of its chest bits. So, um, yeah, you've dealt with that problem. I'm not graphically going into what happened to every of them. I think I only covered four of them there. But So, what's your plan? You're outside a city that seems to be under some kind of shield now. Um, with the various people we've escaped with, at the very least we should try and find somewhere safe to regroup and just check they're okay and give them some directions on, like, here is how you can get to the Underdark. This book is burnt. Quite badly damaged. But it talks about a whole school of magic that is generally just... It's not studied at all. It's said to have been sent by the gods themselves separately to the more elemental sources of magic. This is something else beyond that. There is talk towards the end of it about an an item of power that was fashioned specifically to enhance this form of magic. And it's a very familiar hat. That hat is a very, very powerful item. You should be careful with it. And if you're going to use it at all, you should really learn how to use those skills better. Where can I go to learn to use those skills better? 
Follow those you rescued home. You'll find the school on the way. A couple of lizard folk come back and announce to the, the group as a whole that they think they found the nearest uh, surface gate. Ooh. And they're proposing to move the whole party back into the Underdark. There's um, a moment where, thanks to your superior dark vision, which mm. I think you have. I believe I do, yes. Um, yeah, you're pretty sure the cart in front of you just vanished. Hey, so... I'm pretty sure right about there, about like six foot in front of us, the cart vanished. So I'm just going to gently touch that with my hand and see what happens. Uh, I put my hand, like fingers first towards where I think it happened. Ramara vanishes. I take Com- a step back. Nope. 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 Like completely? She's completely vanished. You can't see her. Welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyharmony Season 2. We're back. We're here. We're here. Hooray. Just to date this episode really badly, it's console season. Yeah, yeah. When we're recording this, um, the Xbox Series X review embargo was like a, a few days ago, and the PlayStation 5 releases in a few days, and I've played too many video games and my brain hurts, so Bromara's going to be quite quiet this week. Just warning you now. Romara's played too many video games between weeks. Well, the DM thinks you should all probably be quite quiet. Yeah? So, last time we left off, you had just disappeared. Yeah. In the of an eye while walking forward. And I believe the other two had just got off the cart, locked it. Boop, beep, and, and we definitely we locked it. Definitely <laughs> locked it every time. And walked ahead to find out where Romara is. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Romara, you've got superior dark vision, right? I do. I can see real good down in the dark. Okay. You find yourself standing in a large oblong room full of what looks like statues, and you appear to have a piece of paper in your hand. Okay. Do these statues appear to be the people that we were following who vanished? Some of them. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, hmm. Do I have anything like a mirror or anything yeah, on me? Because you have I have nothing. Oh, I have nothing. You have a piece of paper in your hand. Okay. And the clothes on your back. Okay. That includes the fancy magic hat, does it? Okay. Because, okay, I, I'm just not going to overthink this. I look at the piece of paper. What does the piece of paper say? It has three numbers on it. They yeah. are six, two, four. Okay, right. Does it look like that's one number, 624? Is it spaced out to be like, this is three separate numbers? The three numbers roughly fill the piece of paper, so maybe? Okay. Hmm. Can I do anything? I'm gonna just, like, tilt my hat down just enough that I'm not directly looking at anything. Uh, You know, I've got a little bit of a visual shield. I'm worrying this is like a Gorgon-esque situation. I'm gonna, like, look something in the eyes and get turned to stone. So, uh, can I investigate one of the people that we were following who is now a statue? Okay, how are you going about this? Are you being careful? Oh, careful as hell. I'm convinced that, like, if I touch anything or look at anything or even breathe wrong, I'm gonna turn to stone. I'm being very cautious. Okay. Um, so you approach uh, somebody. It's it's very quiet in here, and your footfalls are as quiet as they are. With each footfall, you see sort of a, a flickering of, a, of coloured lights Ooh. from the far end of the room. But as you get close to uh, one of the figures, that looks like they're sort of frozen mid-dance. They just sort of, out of the corner of their mouth, go, Don't move. I stop entirely. Dusty! D! Um, Us? You, uh, uh, do either of you have superior dark vision? I have no dark vision of which to speak. No. You are in a large, almost entirely pitch black room. You can just about make out some lights coming from the far end of the room. Can I see them enter this room? Uh, yes. Okay. And they can't see in here. Nope. Can I roll stealth to try and go warn them to be fucking silent? Uh, sure. I, I have I have a good stealth modifier. Let's see if that translates into anything. Sixteen stealth. 
to slowly creep towards them. Okay. Yep. You you creep very carefully towards them. And again, like, as quiet as your footfalls are, there are little flashes of coloured light coming from behind you with yep. each step. Uh, the other two, you're being approached. You can hear footsteps. Oh, wait, I... Uh, which... Is... I have awakened mind. I don't have to move. I stop moving and I awaken mind to them. Stop moving and be silent. Well, never let it be said that Dusty can't follow instructions, as long as they are simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I immediately move no more. Um, all of this is done in awakened mind as to not be loud. Um, did either of you two f- have a piece of paper as you got in here? Uh, you both feel much lighter than you were before walking in here, and you do both definitely have something in your hands. Very carefully, what's on your pieces of paper? They can't see the pieces oh, of paper. Um, am I close enough to take their pieces of paper? Oh, you said you'd stop moving, so yeah. did you continue mm. moving? Uh, I... If I squint, can I, do, do you want me to roll Percept to do a squint? Or... Uh, roll Perception with disadvantage, then. I don't want disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark Have you thought here. about that? Um, it's very dark in here. 18! Okay, Dusty, your piece of paper has the number 625 on it. <gasps> Oh, okay. Consecutive numbers. We don't necessarily know that. Can D try? Sure, raw perception. <laughs> With disadvantage. Ooh. <laughs> Natural uh, one. It, it, it feels like paper. <laughs> um, Is there any, like, breeze in here? Not really, no. It's pretty still. And That's, it smells mm. kind of dank. Sweaty. Yeah. I was debating whether I could use gust to try and get get the piece of paper just over to me without walking myself. I I might. Tr- I I assume gust propels things away from you. Yeah, D- Dusty, have you got gust? I've got gust. I. Yeah. What do I roll to waft? Does it require any spell stuff? It's a cantrip. That's fine. Just cantrip it across. So you gust it across carefully. I have a look. Um, as as the wind of gust blows ever so gently, there is a a slightly brighter flickering of lights, mm. and they seem to be a bit closer. Okay. What does it say? Six two six. Okay. Consecutive numbers. Um. <laughs> well. Well. Um. I'm gonna try and awakened mind some of the other people in this room if there's anyone else that I can reach. Perhaps the person who whispered, don't move. Uh, Hi, you're right there. There's something in here. Yeah, I got, I got that. Thanks for the heads up. I appreciate it. Um, any idea what it is? I don't know, but it just, it just attacked a bunch of that lot over there. And you get the impression that they're mentally gesturing at a, a large group slightly to your right. Mm. How long have you been in here? A couple of seconds. I was I was only just walking in before you. All my stuff's gone. Yeah, all my stuff's gone too. Hmm. Team, thoughts? Look at the people who got attacked. You're our eyes and ears here. Uh, what can I see looking over there? Um, they appear to be completely frozen mid-dance. Why are people dancing? Can you ask them why people are dancing? Yeah, I'm assuming if I try and contact them, they they can't mentally communicate back. No, you won't get any anything from them. No. Okay. Yeah. Any yeah. Any idea why they were dancing? I don't. I don't know. I think everyone's sort of musical chairsing somehow. Huh. Um. You notice a couple of other people appearing uh, near the doorway. I warn them very quickly to not move and to be silent before you even get a chance to do so. There's a what the bloody hell. And um, there is a rush of movement. Something almost knocks you over. And Dusty and Dee, you see this thing come towards you. Like a, just a shadow emerging out of the darkness. Slightly darker against the little bit of light that is in here. And then you hear like a... F- and all of a sudden there is this b- blinding, strobing light right in your eyes. Oh, I hate it. And um, this... You, you can't even see what it's coming from, but it's it's sort of two shapes on either side of something, and they completely stun the people who've just walked in, and uh, they are completely frozen solid in a sort of weird dance pose. Luckily, D and Dusty, that wasn't aimed at you, but then you hear the slithering, and this thing just vanishes again. Okay. So these people have been turned to dancey stone. Not stone, although only Brilmara would know that. Yeah. Huh. So they're just frozen? Seems like. Can I try and blow one over? By blowing. 
by gusting. <laughs> oh, by gusting. Okay, well, you you gust, and one of them falls over, knocks into another one. Uh, there's a, a, a brief series of dominoes. Just as somebody else comes through the door and I... trips over the uh, last person oh. to have fallen over in front of them. Oh, and no. they go skidding across the floor, holding a piece of paper in their hand. And there is another sound of the slivering. And this booming sounds, and then the lights again, just directed straight down at those people. Can I just be, like, broadcasting on all open frequencies like a fucking Star Trek shit? It's like, sending out on all hailing frequencies, don't move, be quiet. Sure. Is, is D still holding on to Dusty? I would assume so. Okay. Um, then, real quick, do you would like to use the Blessing of the Trickster... Okay, what is that? Uh, that's just a domain blessing that gives whomever um, detouches for one hour advantage on stealth checks. Mm. Cool. Well, Dus Dusky is now the stealthiest lad, and D is not going to move. <laughs> I'm curious about trying something. Um, I am going. Uh, is it a verbal? Okay, I'm gonna whisper it real fast and real quiet for the verbal uh, component of it. I want to cast unseen servant. Okay, how long does that take? Um, it is one action, so, so it six is seconds. six seconds. Okay. What if I blurt it out real fucking fast? Unseen servant. Unseen servant. <laughs> Um, so are you blurting out really fast? Uh, as quietly and fast as I can. Okay. Uh, roll stealth? Roll stealth. Uh, then we'll use my previous stealth roll. I'm already pretty stealthy. 22. Okay. There's a, the briefest flicker of coloured lights from the other side of the room. So now that Unseen Servant is cast, it is an invisible shapeless form, mm -hmm. which I'm hoping means it can move around without being detected. Mm -hmm. um, and I can command it using um, mental commands, so I don't have to say anything out loud to command it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going What's to. its range? Uh, its range is uh, 60 feet. Okay. It's got a decent range on it. I am going to tentatively suggest Unseen Servant. Walk forward a little bit and see what happens, and I want to see if if the lights react to the unseen servant walking around. They do around. not. They do not. Okay. I want to command the unseen servant to find the earliest num the lowest number of ticket possible. Okay. I know that might be a lot, but maybe just like head in the general direction of like maybe where number one is. So the unseen servant heads down towards the the main sort of like from where you came in the opposite end of the room. Yeah. Uh, in along the sort of lengthwise room, it's quite wide. Uh, probably a good. Probably a good 30 feet across. Um, they're, they're wandering down. Uh, the furthest they get to, before they're starting to get out of range, uh, they manage to return to you with a ticket that, that says 420 on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm, that's... What a fortuitous return. Okay. Considerably goes a, a big direction. This has been going on a very long time then. That's Maybe the they can get. Bear in mind that a lot of people have come down here yeah. after getting off the lift. Yeah, we're doing sort of a mass exodus. Uh, mm. why are none of them stopping when they see our car? Yeah, and anything, anything down there that gives us any more information, unseen servant? Anything different down there? So we're having explored a bit rather than yeah. just trying to find uh, tickets. Uh, the servant has found um a a small bag containing something unspeakable it's slightly damp um there's some uh empty drink bottles um and there's some kind of small podium about halfway down the room and it can see some sort of raised platform at the front of this room i have a theory what this is the worst rave ever <laughs> yeah it's just like dj like a raised dj platform and it, that's why the dancing ah uh, some kind of rave monster kids at a rave summoned satan <laughs> they accidentally summoned satan i don't to, think to satan exists in the dnd you know oh bromara would yeah it be helpful to see if this is an intelligent creature or not what the thing that's getting people mm -hmm. I, I mean yeah it would be useful to know if it like maybe if it could be reasoned with would be useful information d doesn't know if that's something they can figure out. They can test if this is something that reacts solely based on 
input. So Okay. I'm curious what you've got in mind. One of these channel divinities is to invoke duplicity, which creates a illusory duplicate and um can move it around, but I don't know I'm the rules on this aren't specific as to if this... uh, do you wanna hit the button and we'll have a look. <gasps> We've got double D. Huh? Uh double D's. <laughs> I see. Okay, so you're trying to see if, if this thing can tell that the duplicate uh, isn't you or not. Yes. Okay, so you've created this illusion. Mm-hmm. What are you planning to do with it? Walk forward and deliberately make some noise, considering it's an illusion and not me. So I imagine you're doing that almost uh, cartoon character style, uh, like big elbows walk. Yeah, like a walk like cycle. Like deliberately stumpy. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, you're, you're, you're sort of... A cartoon st- uh, rambling through the mines. <laughs> like a real swagger, yeah. Just do <laughs> I was working at the mines one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I sure do love not dancing, but walking comically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you hear the slither and the flashing lights getting bigger and bigger. And because the, the, this is slightly further away from you, you get a, a better idea of what's happening now because you're less blinded by the strobe effect. Um, so the flashing lights that seem to be coming, they they seem to run along the back of this very long body. It's sort of snake-like, but not you on T because it doesn't have any arms. Um, the, there's like a, a hood, like a cobra hood, but usually you would have like the head of the cobra would be at the top of that hood. This has something like a head slightly above that. And there appears to be some kind of device strapped to the top of that, something metal. And um, as the hood unfurls, uh, you just get this strobing effect, uh, like white flashes in in like bars along the uh, along the hood that uh, just attempt to uh, attack your duplicate. Okay. Are you gonna do anything with it, or are you, uh, are you have you stopped, or is the duplicate just like still bopping away? The duplicate would stop and look at the creature. Can I communicate through the duplicate? I can cast spells. I would assume it, it, it talks about you can use your own senses. Um, so you can lick it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. if you were going to be able to cast a spell through it, you'd have to be able to talk through it for verbal components, wouldn't yes. you? Yes. I suppose so. So then D will stop, look at the snake creature, and hiss. And do noodly arms. Um, it hisses back, and there is this another loud boom. Just this, this sonic vibration that just flows through the whole room. There is a moment when something lit from from the far end of the room, like that raised platform. Like lights seem to be happening down there as well. All the lights along its back are, are, are glowing up. It seems to be kind of angry. So. I have speak with animals. Um, I know that I hadn't cast it yet, but can we say that I had because I want to know if what D did was offensive or not? Was that some kind of <laughs> offensive term in Snake? You, you, I mean, you can cast it now and hope that you're working something out. Okay, I'll cast it now. Okay, um, it appears to just be something angry sort of hissing is, loudly. Is it, is it, when it's hissing, is, is words occurring to me? It's, you've had this situation exactly before when you, were, when you were having a thing with spiders once. Maybe it's capable of speech, you don't know, but what it's doing right now is like a Rah! Okay. Animal equivalent of just roaring. lifting, screaming. <laughs> Can I try and phonetics some snake language to be? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> wow, this is probably going to get really offensive. <laughs> um, so Google translates some, some yeah, Google some well, snakeish. Yeah, I'll try and like keep the sentence simple. Whatever the the most simple snake words I can think of mm-hmm. are to try, mm-hmm. but uh, to try and get across the message. Um, who are you? Okay. Um, I want you to make that up in snake and then convey that to to D. Okay, Nick, can you repeat that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> close, close enough. Hooray. Um, Bramara, you're the only one that would have understood the response. I'm, I'm not close enough to hear the response then. Uh, all you get is it's very hissy. Yeah. Uh, and your snake isn't super well versed because you don't use it very often. I don't use snake terribly often. Um, it gives the name Superstar. 
Oh, okay, okay. That does mean I can st- I can perhaps stop looking for snake plus rave puns. I was trying to combine those two words for way too long. Yeah, I've been trying like the entire time we've been here. Just what fucking pun is this? I thought it might be dead mouse, but <laughs> but dead mouse cunt. So yeah, yeah. Oh, every time I bring He's somebody a up, sack of shit, sack of shit, sack of shit. He's a lot of people turn shit. out to have been sacks of shit, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry. They keep being the people. I was you've just starting to get Nick. into dead mouse a couple of years ago, and then um, so, some. I I read some of his opinions and was like, oh, oh no, oh I'm not. Oh no. <laughs> Even, you know those masterclass things they advertise on yeah. YouTube a lot? Yes. Even on that, he couldn't keep his political opinions out. Yeah. Okay. Maximum yikes. <sighs> it's fun to be a political opinion. So, what, is 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 the, the clone still doing anything? Can we ask it why? Yeah, that's a one-word question. Yeah, why lights? That's two, if we want to be specific. Why, why lights? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you, can you... Sass. I heard see ass. <laughs> I see you, see Lara. Ass. <laughs> you are seen. Great oh, to see Nick. You are doing a very good yeah. job regurgitating my nonsense. I was like, I will make this as hard as I can. <laughs> no, apparently you two will walk it. Fine. <laughs> Creative problem solving. Oh, if only we had Dolby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at the more you like. I will. Almost dance. And with that, Nick's uh, double vanishes. Gone. Your minutes up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have a wild idea that may or may not be a terrible idea, but it might be a great idea. <laughs> is it to dance instead of walk? Well, I mean, there's there's that is part of it. Um, I'm having a look quick. I do have a second charge of this, but then I will be out of divine charges for the day. <laughs> Keep it on hand in case we need it for something else. Um, I mean, Dusty can dance. He has nothing else to contribute. So I'm thinking we lean into this and we try and uh, bring the party to the snake. I want to, with my hat upon my head, do some big colour splash and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, do do some dab colour splashes. Try and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm having a dance. I'm, there's colour involved. This might be a terrible idea, but party, talk me in or out of this idea. So you want to create like a rave to see if the dance snake will go uh, along with it? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it's like, hey, you don't have to enslave me into dancing and joining the party. I will do so of my own accord. Look, I brought the part I brought a party with me. Look. I I can party with you, snake. Okay, uh roll performance. Okay. Um Well Party Snake didn't like D's jovial walk or the noodle arms so i think it might be very particular i think noodle arms is culturally insensitive to a snake is it they have no arms stop um performance did you say yes um is is that with advantage i got eight you got eight i got eight okay uh where are you aiming this color splash um not directly at the snake i don't want this to be seen as like an act of aggression but just sort of up to the the corners as i'm up to the corners of the room yes okay and you're going for multiple at once right i yeah i'm hoping to just flavor wise spread it as like i'm throwing a bit of it over here a bit of it over here okay so you throw the first one up in the corner behind you, in front of you. Where is your first aim? Um, directly to the side, to say my left. Okay, so that would be like to the side of the door you came in through. Yeah. The corner there. So you dab there, and there is this huge colour splash. And yeah. The room is really, really up with lots of bright colours. You're not really paying attention to anything else. Probably very difficult because there's lots of bright colours suddenly. You wouldn't necessarily notice if there were more bright colours approaching. You go for your second dab. There's another huge bright colours. And Dee and Dusty, you notice that... Or you can see now that this huge fucking snake creature with these things clamp like a clamp on its head maybe um comes slithering up towards Bromara and as she's about to turn around and do one of the far corners uh it unfurls its hood and just booms this bl- blinding white light um you don't know what happens after that because you're completely frozen in a dabbed pose so you look stunning i really fucked up yay oh no um, it is momentarily now, while the colour splash still lasts, quite bright in here. I'm going to take another look around, now that you two can actually see. If nothing else, I, I sacrifice myself for this. Tell me what the thing on its head is. 
It looks like some kind of metal clamp. D would like to memorize where Brilmara is. Okay, she's pretty much in front of you. Okay, like how far? <gasps> like ten feet. Oh, okay, fantastic. Do, do I have Aurora with me? Let's say yes. Aurora has the dancing lights spell. Okay. We could have been seeing this entire time. I'm concerned that if you do dancing lights, uh, this snake will see you as just demonstrated and... Um, come attack Aurora and or you. Aurora, right. Doing, doing magic, magic lights just got me petrified. Yeah, but, 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 do you know what's really cool about fairy dragons apart from everything? What? Persistent invisibility. Well, this risk is on you. I think if she's okay we with it. Ha- we're one party member down. I think if she's okay with it, she could be invisible and cast dancing lights because it won't know what to attack. Um, so is she staying still in one place, or is she moving, or...? Um, she can fly, so I was going to say flitter about the room. Okay. Aurora pops out and starts doing little flappy flaps around. And, very quickly, the uh, snake creature is attracted in, and it attempts to... It starts attacking, like, various, like, the, of the, the frozen statue figures, thinking that it's the lights are coming from them. Uh, eventually it manages to just scatter shot enough of its strobe light effect that the dancing lights stop. And you can only imagine that somewhere far away from you is a tiny dancing posed fairy dragon probably sitting on somebody's shoulder. Uh, there is still a little bit of light from the uh, colour splash if you want to have another look around. Yeah, the to the best of Dee's ability now, they would like to get a feel for the layout of this area, you know, where the walls might be, and mm-hmm. see as far forward as possible. Okay, so you are at the most lit end of the room, mm-hmm. because that's where Bromara managed to, to spray. Uh, you know that somewhere about uh, 20 feet away from you further down the room, on the right-hand side is a small raised podium. You can sort of sort of see that from where you are. Um, you have seen from the uh, like the the lights from the um, the creature that there is a sort of uh, a raised plinth at the front of this, and that there is some something that produces lights over there as well as the creature itself. And then there's just lots and lots and lots of figures. Hmm. How far away is this light source? Uh, the light source is way at the far end of the other room. At uh, far end of the room, you would guess, 120 feet. So all Dusty has is this bit of paper and clothes on his back, right? Yep. Dusty rips his piece of paper in half. Mm. Okay. Balls them up into little wads. Okay. Plucks his ears up in the hopes that if that boom is anything, then they will help. Shuts his eyes and starts running for where the little lights are coming from. As soon as you, like, take your first stompy lad footstep, uh, the creature starts slithering towards you. Wouldn't know. Got my eyes shut. Uh, you are not. You are knocked prone by, by its body. Oh god, are we about to be down to just one party member left? Dickhead. <gasps> is this where the story ends for us? Seems uh, like everyone was like, I'm going to run at shit. Did it knock me to the floor? It knocked you to the floor, yeah. I'm going to fucking bite it. Okay. You you bite it. You vaguely hear the sounds of something booming above you, because paper, not that much of a thing. And through your eyeballs, uh, through your eyelids, you can see the flickering of lights. But I'm still biting it. For this precise second, yes. <gasps> if okay. this thing turns you to stone now, it's going to be perpetually being bitten. That sounds like a bad time for it. So it's not trying to do anything else except for lights and noise. Lights and noise, yep. Okay, palms over eye sockets. Okay. Because I don't like how you're threatening my ability to keep my eyes shut here. Yep. Um, in a disoriented manner, Dusty is going to try and just stand up and wait it out and hope it gets bored. Um, D, you're being treated to just this uh, loud, rhythmic um, booming and noise. Um, it sounds like two war-forged fucking. Um, you know, like that, that time you accidentally looked it up on a scrotome. Quote-unquote, accidentally. Yeah, it's got a weird robotic sound. Um, and it's it's happening up maybe about 30 feet away from you. Okay, so Bromara's only 10 feet away. Any thoughts? Um, first, just for your clarity, Revivify mm-hmm. for petrification with that do anything. Is she considered dead or is she considered petrified? 
not considered dead or petrified. I see. Okay. Well, that's good, but also doesn't help me. Um, in the time that this is going on, D would like to make their way to Brilmara and see if they can figure out what's going on with them. Uh, she appears to be frozen solid, and it appears that you are, because of the sound being created by the creature all directed at Dusty, uh, that you are able to move with reasonable safety as long as you're careful. Okay. D and Nick are at a loss for what to do right now. Um, Why, use me as a distraction. You can get up to anything now. Do you want to have a look around or a reminder of what's in the room? At the far end where the where the plinth is? Yep. How far is that? Well, the, the platform or the plinth. Oh. Because there's, the, pla- there's the, plinth, the little plinth mm-hmm. about like halfway down the room mm-hmm. on one side, little little tiny platform bit. Mm-hmm. And then there is the raised, I don't know, maybe you'd call it a stage area at the far yeah. end of the room. Okay. Uh, making it halfway would be easier and potentially could have something. So D will go over there. Okay. So moving very carefully and, and climbing slightly up onto this wooden platform, mm-hmm. um, there is a... Um, a metal uh like desk mm-hmm. in front of you and there's lots of like knobs and levers and buttons on it none of them are labeled excellent <laughs> <clears throat> could okay aside from the desk is there anything else here um there uh, is uh like a, a plastic mm-hmm. cup mm-hmm. um like a, a quarter full of something that looks like warm beer mm. well that doesn't seem particularly helpful um do you would like? Is it a strobe light that's going on right now, or is it? It is a strobe light. Then you've also got all the light patterns down the back of this creature. Uh huh. So would would D be able to inspect the desk? Uh, what? Yeah. What they're... you can see the desk in that light. Okay. What um what they're looking for is any particularly worn buttons or knobs, things that look like they're used the most. Other or is it all kind of pristine? Um, no, there's there's some things that are used way more. There's a couple of like leathers mm-hmm. that appear to be fiddled with quite a lot. Um, there's there seems to be somewhere there might have even been some kind of description mm-hmm. at the side of these a long time ago, but these these sliders have been moved a, a lot in in one way or another. Perhaps whoever uses them has memorized their functions after all of this time. Perhaps so. Um, there's a, a few sort of uh, options. Uh, for various buttons that have, like, a slider near them. Okay. Then, to the best of... Oh, wait, hang on. No, I don't want to do that. D would like to hunker down behind the desk to avoid, mm-hmm. like, visibility and... There's not a lot to hide you from behind. Mm-hmm. If you were being hidden from the front, I guess, because there's, there's basically what's holding the desk up. Mm-hmm. So you had, like, a eight-inch step up onto this platform. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the desk in front of you, and obviously there is the, the thing that is holding the desk up. That's all wooden at the front there. Gotcha. What it, it, What's the, the walls of this place like? Are they rocky? They're rocky, yeah. It's, okay. It seems to be some kind of cave. Could D shift to, like, a nasty shape or oriad shape to be a little less visible? Sure. Okay. That is your special skill. Yay. Chameleon. Not really. Um... Yeah. I then I guess you would have to just kind of blindly play with these levers. Okay. Um, okay. What do you want to go for? For first, um, let's say there's a set of eight buttons. Mm-hmm. There's a set of eight buttons with sliders next to them, mm-hmm. and then there's just like a set of eight sliders. But by themselves. By themselves. Okay. That's just what's on the desk. Yeah. What looks the most worn? Um, the sliders with the buttons. Okay. Then you will go for the sliders with the buttons. Okay. And you're just gonna just randomly jab at them, or? Uh, if you allow me to use insight to just kind of intuitively see which ones might be the most used or stand out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Insight then. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, you know that the uh. From the left-hand side, not the first one, but the three after that are probably the most used. Um, how, how are you going to go about manipulating them? Press button or do slider or do everything? See what happens. Does each button have a corresponding slider? Yes. Okay, then D will press button two, slide mm-hmm. up, three, sli- okay. slide up, then four. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let's do these one at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're doing them all sim- uh, one, uh, sequentially and then button and slide, yeah? Yes. Okay. 
So you press button two and do a slide and it appears that some kind of spotlight comes on on the left hand side of the room and points towards the stage. You press button uh, three and slide that up and from the back of the room a light comes and it points towards the stage and button four is the right side of the room and it points towards the stage. Uh, you can see that there is some kind of desk on the on the stage as well. Got it. It's now much more lit in here if you want to have another look around. Yes. What's out of perception? Uh, 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 uh. 12. Not great. Okay, so you notice that some of the figures down at the front of this room mm -hmm. are very, very old and shriveled, oh. but still seem to have um, some colour to their bodies. And some of them are literally stone, but don't appear to have got any older. Most of the people at the back of the room mm -hmm. still have their colour. And Bromara is stone or colour? Colour. Okay. Okay, well, that's good. Um... <sighs> He's still hanging onto the paper, right? Is there anywhere they can, like, tuck it away? Yeah, I imagine you have pockets. Yes. Well, or, or does D generally dress femme and therefore never find anything with fucking pockets in it? I think that's probably easier. Well, no, actually. It depends <laughs> on the social setting now that I think I, about it. I I feel like D would be the kind of person to sew pockets into their own clothing. <laughs> I'll get Dusty to do it. Yeah, I feel like that's D energy. It's like, oh no, oh, yes. it, no, it's having pockets. <laughs> it refuse to be constrained. You're mistaken. There are definitely pockets in here if I have to make them myself. <laughs> okay. And yes, you have pockets. Excellent. Okay. Hmm. D will then test the sliders. Just okay. the sliders. So fiddling with the sliders, like various lights seem to come on around the room and they are various colours and they swell depending on where you move the slider they move a bit faster or slower um, There's some of them do like big spinny actions and flash some of them cycle through various colours you've got a proper disco going on right now excellent is Snake responding to any of this? um it mainly seems to be very, very angry with D. Uh, Dusty? Okay, that, I mean, that figures. Dusty is angry right back. Okay. Is, is Dusty, like, elbowing it or anything? Or? He's just, yeah, angry at elbowing it and headbutting it. It's not... Yeah, that sounds like D. Uh, it's Dusty. ineffective, but he got the spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's our lad. <laughs> okay. He's just casually kicking it. Um... Ramar's just chilling. <laughs> brain, brain off, having brain a, off, having having a, a relax. <laughs> Ramar's needed this. Yay. Um, the buttons. Okay, we have eight buttons left to right. Anything look unused? Yeah, the button on the far right looks almost entirely unused. Then definitely to the far left. Okay. Um. So... From the far back left, you hear a, like a s real feedback screech noise, which slowly sort of fades to nothing. But um, you, it's almost like the sound from the snake is being uh, amplified now. Interesting. Is it like a microphone? Turn that one off. That one's bad. <laughs> can Can D hear Dusty growling? Is it like a microphone snake? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then turn button off. Uh, go okay. to the next one. Okay, so sort of about the same level up the room as you are, but on the left-hand side, mm -hmm. there is another one of those feedback screeches, and you can hear the snake, but closer to you. And snake still is not otherwise... Snake is still attacking, or is still being attacked by Dusty. Okay. Um, D will continue with the buttons. I, I get the idea of where what they're doing, but... D wants to make sure. Okay, you turning them on and off as you go? Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically you get um, back left, mid left, front left, back right, mid right, which nearly deafens you because it's right on top of you. Ah. Oh. Um, front right. Seven appears to do nothing. Okay. Are you going to keep going? Uh, yeah. You hit button eight and the whole room becomes completely blinding white. Ah. Um, like, you are, like, you can't help but blink. Uh -huh. There is a loud shriek and the creature vanishes up onto the back of the stage and through a curtain anyway. Oh. It looks like you've turned the house lights on. I see. Am I still frozen in place? Yes. Okay. Dusty, go get go get Bomara. <clears throat> Dusty still has oh. wads of paper in his ears. <laughs> yeah. And his hands over his eyes. So he's just <laughs> throwing elbows. Yeah, you uh, might want to approach with caution. D will get the cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's gonna smell of warm beer. You could just get the whip. He knows what that is. D does not have <laughs> the whip. D has I thought it was a spiritual weapon. weapon. 
I cannot... Oh, well, I guess I could, but I, it would be dealing damage. I mean, if you want a way to safely touch Dusty without risking any harm, I'm currently, like, stone, so just push Bromara onto, onto Dusty. No? No. I'm just not moving. Explicitly not, not stone. Moving. You're like... Okay. I think the beer will be, unfortunately, the best option. Maybe he'll learn to not run blindly at danger. Probably um, not. Dusty, Dusty, you are suddenly moist, lad, and you smell of warm beer. And maybe just a, maybe there was a fag butt in there? Oh, fuck. Dusty sits down and pouts. He's not taking his hands off his eyes yet, but he's sat down and pouting. But can he hear? He's still got a piece of paper in his ear, but he's not, doesn't sound like he's swinging punches anymore. D will fish the paper out of... Dusty's ear and say that's what you get for running at danger. You fixed it. Not really. It's just Dusty's gone for gonna now. Dusty's going to jump to his feet and hug D. Oh. Oh, you're so clever. I knew you'd fix it. If Ramara <laughs> continues to be unmoving elsewhere in the room. <laughs> yeah, but now she smells of is fixed. Uh, we don't know how long it'll be gone. We need to start moving now. Right. Uh, Dusty is going to go and have an investigate. Of the lights at the far end of the room. Uh, what was the stage? Yeah, the ones that responded to movement. Uh, yeah, the stage lights. That's it? Yep. And is there anything special about the stage? Uh, there is some sort of desk on there. Um, these sort of large platters with sort of a, a moving mechanical arm. Okay. Little needle on the end of it. Run your finger over it and over the PA you just hear... Oh, I hate it. <laughs> With the with the lights up, can D take another look at the paper? Is it really just a slip of paper? Yep, just a slip of paper with three numbers on it. Does it maybe look like a ticket? It has a certain tickety vibe. Is it possible that Dusty has destroyed his coat check? It has that vibe. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I was worried he was going to throw it for a minute there. I'm glad he only stuffed it in his ears. <laughs> it's like, don't throw it! Oh my god, what happens if you never find all your shit again? Um... D will pocket the scrap of paper that was taken from Dusty so as to not destroy it, and we'll do the same to Brilmara. And is there anything else now that the danger is away that D can observe? Yeah, as you're sort of sitting there making a note of the room, you notice that people at, or, or figures at the front of the room nearest the stage, the, the old figures that you saw, are just collapsing on the floor. I see. And you can hear some sort of wheezing noises. Oh. Uh, medicine check? Uh, very old people are dying. But they're no longer compelled. They're no longer posing. They're no longer posers. Are the stone people unstoning? No. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, my medicine skill is not that, but it can help with old age. No. no. Uh, the wave of, of uh, waking up is, is moving further through the back of the room. Gotcha. Okay. Towards Brilmara. Towards Romaria. Okay. Dusty wants to get over there to catch her before she wakes up in case she go fall down. Aww. She's only small and it's not a big fall, but that's not the point. Romara not, not fall down. Not fall down. Am I, am I... What's, what's going on? Am I moving again? <laughs> You're coming back to life. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Much like Romara, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, for you, it is uncomfortably bright in here. Oh. Oh. Who turned all the lights on? Romara once again... A hat down across the eyes trying to take some of the blinding off. I'm now just imagining Romara as that person in the club with a hoodie and their baseball cap pulled in. Oh, that's 100% the energy. <laughs> it's too bright and I'm not ready for the rave to be over. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm shrouding my face. Oh. What happened? How, how am I moving? What, what's going on? What happened? Bad snake is gone. Okay. Are we no not back where we started? We're not back at the car. Uh, Dusty is going to start looking for Aurora. Uh, yeah, she's ve- being very small. Um, she's actually filling someone's ear with glitter. <laughs> <laughs> is the person awake? Um, just about, but they're sort of they're they're a little bit older, and they 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 seem to be confused by what's going on. Occasionally, they'll sort of like flick near the side of their head as if there was a fly or something. Uh, but uh. Aurora sort of taking that moment to be invisible and flitting away and then returning and stuffing glitter in this person's ear. Aurora, that's bad. That person's probably already got limited ability to hear. Don't make their hearing worse. (laughs) Dusty's going to gather her up like, come on, love, come on, we'll find snakes. Okay, so I'm guessing we've got to murder this snake to get home. Also, hi, everyone. (laughs) We came to save you. 
Oh, it's all good. What's, what's going on? We was, we was coming down the elevator and all my stuff's gone. Uh, there was a rave snake. A what? Uh, a rave snake. Right. I've obviously missed a lot all that time I was in prison. Uh, flashing lights, dancing, magic snake. Sounds like fairy forest. Used to go there years ago. Oh, I've been there. I had uh, quite an eventful night there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good time. Very lovely. Very yeah. lovely folks there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain <laughs> Simeon is just so good at putting a <laughs> show on. Captain Simeon. <laughs> that is a joke for us. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we've got one how to get you all back to where all our stuff is. Yeah, but we're working on it. Now all the lights are up, can we see a way back to where we came from? Is there like... There, a- there does appear to be a double door at which you were seeing people appearing in front of that door. The, the double door? The door never opened, but people were appearing in front of that. The, the exit to the club. Ramara, being the one to do the reckless things today, is going to attempt to go open that, that set of doors. That's not... What if I try really hard? Does not move. What if Dusty tries really hard? Oh yeah, Dusty's strong. What if Dusty <laughs> tries really hard? Does not move. Doesn't even rattle. Right, Dusty's at the end of his problem solving <laughs> abilities. Looks like, it looks like a door, but perhaps isn't. What if Ramara and Dusty did together? Doesn't make any noise at all move. D, get in off this. <laughs> <laughs> We're all crowded around the door. D, D, will, D will noodle arms. <laughs> The noodle arms opened up now. Okay. <laughs> D, you, you saved us once already. Uh, you, you seem to be on smart pills today. You, <laughs> you, you, you took your, uh, your smart breakfast. Uh, what, what, what are we doing? How, how, how are we doing this? I think it might be the desk. I didn't touch everything yet. You pretty much did. No, oh, let's go touch the other desk. Uh, so the on the on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, you did. You touched it already. You touched a little needle bit, and it went <laughs> over the PA. Gotcha. Is is that the only thing? The uh, there's a little curtain doorway that the snake thing disappeared through. Mm-hmm. Um, just near the front of the stage, there is appears to be a little doorway. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's through there. Okay. Dusty wants to take the record, snap it in half, and go and stab the snake in the neck with it. Okay. But I feel <sighs> like the side door might be the thing that we should do first. Do you want to add the broken record to your inventory then? I'm adding two halves broken record, I'll have you know. Very wise. Um, so you're going through the little door? Yeah. Yeah, what that side door do? Okay. It really smells in here. It smells like a latrine. And the floor's slightly wet. Uh, there appear to be, uh, like, there's like a pump and some, uh, like a, a trough at one side of the room. And some little, little doors. Like three doors on one side of the room. We're in the like crap. A and a... Yeah, you you appear to be in some kind of public toilet. Yeah. Uh, uh, look under the, 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 the... See if there's like feet under one of the doors. Is that... Is it, not feet. Is there snake tail under one of the doors? <laughs> snake tail. Yeah, snake, snake went the other way. But okay, yeah. snake went the other way. Okay. I was uh, like, is the snake hiding in a cubicle? Uh, yeah, you're looking along and then all of a sudden the snake tail just lifts up of the thing. Ah... Uh, the audience see it, but you don't. Oh. oh. Mm. You kick all the doors, and the last door, there's someone twisted up with barbed wire and like, day, day, double day. Oh Ooh. no, that's Silent Hill, sorry. We've <laughs> <laughs> already done the Silent Hill episode. Um, nothing further around here, huh? Not in this room. It just appears to be a toilet. I mean, if anyone needs a slash, I don't think you've been for one in the entire series. <gasps> 15, 20 minutes later. <laughs> Oh, I really fucking hated that. <laughs> Sorry for the wait, everyone. Plus, you're at a rave. It was a nightmare getting started in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Does anyone want to do anything before I go and find that snake? Let's go find that snake. Uh, we really should find our things. I think that might be helpful. Maybe the things are in the snake. It's only one way to check. Uh, is there any other places that our things could conceivably be if we can't get out the... Nothing you can see. Um, so up towards the back of the stage, I will say, while you've been in- inspecting that sort of area, um, you did notice like a, a, a bowl with some little plastic bags in them. Goodie bags? Um, probably about like uh, two inches by two inches. Oh, and, so condoms. And um, if you touch them, they feel sort of squishy. Yeah. Hmm. D will take a handful. Okay, you gonna open one or just take it with you? Or? Yeah, D will open one, just to see what it is. Okay, there's two little neon pink things in there. They look like sort of pellets of some kind. <gasps> oh. Is this f- 
if there's rave earplugs behind the counter, rave earplugs. <gasps> okay, D will take a uh, lot more. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's grab some handfuls, um, pocketfuls. Ramara's oh. gonna stick some in her ears right now. We've got a working mind. We don't even need ears where we're going. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? We don't need ears. Not where we're going. You, you've got a working mind. So as long as you don't become incapacitated. Oh, sorry. Yes, I. I didn't realise you meant we could communicate telepathically. I thought just generally this was... You don't need ears. <laughs> don't need like, ears. Wait, what? Ears. Why don't we need ears anymore? Ears are for bitches. The first blushed year. Uh, yeah, earplugs in. Okay, earplugs in. Yeah. Um, you get through the... I'm assuming you're going through the curtain, yeah? Yes. Okay. So you head through the curtain. It's quite dark in here. Um, Bromari, you can see like a couple of couches... Um, some spare equipment sort of piled up in corners. Uh, there's a table with like a bunch of bottles of uh, Nestle's Spring. Mm, we're in the backstage area, right? It appears to be in some sort of backstage area. Any sign of snake? Uh, roll perception? Four. Nah. Nah. I'm failing at perception. I can't find it on my character sheet. There we go. Botch! <laughs> okay. I failed at perception. Eight. You definitely can't see anything. Dusty goes to stab one of the curtains, assuming it looked a bit snaky. The curtain that you just walked through? <laughs> it moved funny. Dusty is convinced they've gone legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you as you move it, some light comes into the room because there's light in the other room. You just pull the curtains open. Count to bring it's some light in here. considerably brighter in here now. Okay, what can we see in here now? Um, let's try those perception checks again. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen. Ten. Eight, but I could find it on my character sheet this time. <laughs> uh, Bromara, there, uh, you notice near where you came in, there is uh, sort of a box on the wall. A box on L- the wall? Little, little sort of cream-coloured box on the wall. Oh, I should investigate this cream-coloured box on the wall. Okay. It, uh, it, it looks to be some kind of button or switch. Hmm... I mean, it's hard to resist pushing a button. I push the button. The lights come on. Yay! Hooray! Hooray. Uh, you hear a noise from behind the couch. <gasps> Investigate. I I attempt to use... Actually, how long does speak with animals last? Ten minutes. Okay, I've probably got... Oh, yeah, it's... Okay. It's a ritual, gonna... so, you know. I'm going to cast speak with animals again and attempt to ensnake... Uh, with some telepathic communication, go, is that you back there, Snake? Uh, is that you there, Super... What was it? Superstar? Superstar. Superstar. I'll make sure to elongate the S's. Superstar DJ. (laughs) Superstar (laughs) DJ. Here we go. (laughs) Is that you, Superstar? Superstar. Um, the light seems to be causing you problems. When the lights come up, the night is over. My nights is over. I've reigned for a hundred years. I mean, look, I'm sure you put on a great party, but isn't a party better when everyone there is consenting to being there? I'm sure there are people who would love to come to one of your parties. Not so much if they can't move the second that they they enter. People who can move can leave. Yeah, but they also can't dance and have a good time, which is really want to have a party. What fun is it performing to a crowd that doesn't know you're performing for them? It appears to think about this. Look, I will hang out and party with you for 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 a few hours. You seem like you throw a good party. Rob persuasion. <laughs> Twenty one. <laughs> you have persuaded superstar. <laughs> but. You know, you've 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 got to let everyone unfree so that they have the option to leave. You know, the ones who want a party. Everyone's already unfrozen. Oh yeah. Okay. Apart well, from the statue. Look, you don't want to do a show for people who don't want to be there. I'll be here for your show. I'll have a dance. But you've got to make sure that the people that don't want to dance can go. Sign. Um. You hear a sound in the other room. Is that sound like doors unlocking? Perhaps. That's a certain doors unlocking you sort of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Romara's going to climb back down to the bottom of the stage and be like, I'm, I'm ready whenever. Okay. She genuinely is, is willing to, to party for a couple of hours if it gets everyone their freedom. Everyone else? Uh, Duster is going to attempt to help this effort by shouting, Everyone! Freedom party! And seeing if anyone <laughs> wants to join in. Okay, uh, there are a lot of uh, nearly dead, very old people by the front of the stage. 
I assume they're not staying. Oh, no. uh, they can't move under their own power. They're just wheezing a lot. Uh, D will, D will go and help them. Help move them to some seats somewhere. Yes. There's a good cleric. It's like a couple of benches around the corner of the room. Yeah. yeah. You just pop them, prop them up on there where they wheeze quietly together. Oh, no. um, there is like a, a few clumps of these stone statues, and most people just want to fucking leave. But there's there's still a good fifteen of you. Yeah. At the front. We'll have a we'll have a party for a bit. Uh, somebody jumps up on the on, on the lighting desk and, and has a bit of a mess around with that. So we get things going. The house lights go back off, and um, the next two hours is basically uh, a, a, a continuous sort of slow beat with this just sort of noise like warforged fucking uh, over, uh-huh. over the top. Okay. Um, it's it's not very melodic. Um, and and it's kind of repetitive. It feels like they were just very obsessed with making the most out of the uh, just the, the the bass sounds and just making them as gnarly as possible without really adding any melodic factors. This, this is when like teenagers realise that their guitar has like a, a distortion uh, setting, and they're just like, "What if I just make noise with it?" This is like I know how to make one sound of neuro bass, and I'm going to make the most bland dubstep you've ever heard. Okay, well, Romara's going to give it, give it, give her all, regardless. Well, you throw some shapes into the night. If I can't vary what I'm listening to, I'll vary the dance moves I'm doing to it, so it feels like there's some progression occurring. There is no progression occurring, but sure. Um, Anything can be danced to, surely. (laughs) Alright, uh, roll. Survival. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. 18. 12. 17. Okay, everyone survives this ordeal. Uh, and. I didn't realize this was life, as life or death as it is. It was very boring. Uh, <laughs> superstar um, comes off the stage having exhausted all of their records <laughs> uh, that they made themselves. Um, do we. They, they do seem to be down a record. Maybe they didn't have a finale or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, and and they're like offering to to sign records, like because they they appear to have a few dub plates of their own albums. Sure, I'll buy an album and ask yeah. to get it signed. Uh, we'd love to. Make sure, gold. they feel special. That's twelve gold each. Then. Okay. We we need our stuff first. Oh yeah, we don't have our gold. Our gold's out there. Can we leave and go get our gold? Shh. Okay, Bramara steps outside. Are we back at the carts? Uh, no, you are in a little corridor with a little hatch on, on one side and at the far end another double door. I go through those double doors. Okay. Uh, then you can, you can see the cart from there. Okay. And does it look like there's an obvious way to proceed, proceed so that once we're done in here we can continue following the procession? I'm not sure what you mean. Um, when we got off the cart, the it seemed like there was a hallway and everyone just vanished as soon as they passed yeah. a certain point. Does that still seem to be the case of if we kept trying to take the cart where we thought we were taking it before, we're just going to vanish, we're, we're going to be in the rave again? Um, there is like a, a, a corridor next to you, it's slightly narrower. Um, weirdly though, it doesn't fit with where you are in the hall in the other one, between the double doors. Okay. But you can see a way ahead uh, okay, and it's, in the direction you would And it going. seems like where all the people we were following are heading that way now. Yes. Okay, cool. I go get some gold and come back into... Uh, where are you getting the gold from? From the cart. There's nothing on the cart. Well, I mean, there's your stuff, but not your stuff that you would have been carrying with you as normal. Oh, oh. I go to the, the hatch. I, I go to the hatch and hand over my, my piece of paper. You don't have your paper. Do I not? No. D has, has your piece of paper. paper. D has your piece of paper. D, yes. I need my piece of paper. <laughs> I go to D and go get my piece of paper and then go to the hatch. D will hand over... Uh, is there a the... line for the hatch? Or no, I... that everyone else seems to have already filed out Okay, about get... two hours ago. I get all my stuff back. You do, in fact, get all of your stuff back. Oh no, what about... Did Dusty rip their piece yes. of paper? Oh no. It's only in two halves. It's passable. It'll stick back oh, together with the earwax. You've never tried to get stuff back from a rave <laughs> plus room. I don't know. I've known, I've, I've known people with, like, wet, like, falling apart. Oh, no, no. You'll get your stuff back, but you're going to be waiting around, like, six hours while they deliberate on it. Like, has There's absolutely... There's only 12 ev- of you left in the club. Uh, I think they're going to let D have their stuff okay. back. Okay. Uh, Dusty have their stuff back. 
<sighs> okay, I get my stuff back, go back to the desk, spend 36 gold <laughs> on three signed albums. Yeah, so uh, you've got some official DJ Superstar dub plates now. Excellent. You can add those to your inventory. Signed, no less. Uh-huh. Congratulations, you've solved my rave puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Bromara says that... Uh, if if I find any teens, uh, you know that might want to come, at, like some some young adults that want to come and party, uh, I will let them know where you are and that you are a music venue with no entry fee on the door. Sure, send them by. Like I'm pretty sure the message of music venue with no entry fee will get you some people through this. No bouncers either. Exactly. That sounds that that will get some people in. Right, we're off. Goodbye. Yeah, right then. Thank you very much for joining us, everyone. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. See you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 bye.